This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Entiendo mucho más español del que hablo. That means I understand much more Spanish than I speak. And since I'm in a bilingual household, that understanding helps me decipher what people are talking about behind my back. But sometimes I have a little trouble with my conversational Spanish. I've figured out that learning a new language at any age really requires you to be immersed in the language. So that's why this year, in preparation for Spanish-speaking relatives visiting and travel to Spanish-speaking countries, I'm using Rosetta Stone to sharpen up. Rosetta Stone is a trusted language learning expert for over 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. And why I think this app, or you can get it on the desktop too, is really effective. There's no English translations. You have to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. And that is the key. Rosetta Stone makes it an intuitive process. You can pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, and then eventually sentences. And they have this built-in feature called True Accent, where it gives you feedback on your pronunciation. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Commercial Break listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash commercial. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash commercial today. Thanks to Rosetta Stone for being a sponsor of the Commercial Break. Ask me what I'm about to do. I'm about to cry. Thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. Now, 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 ask me why. I'm so sorry. I don't have an answer to that. I wish I did. I wish I knew. On this episode of the Commercial Break, I know what you two are doing in there. Get out! Not out! Not allowed! <laughs> I'm just giving him a blow job. We'll be out in a second. Still not allowed. <laughs> Men want to be you. Women want to sleep with you. I can see it in everybody's eyes. You command the room. I'm like, dude, you got to sell your, your powder and take down here, bro. I'm Adam the liar. I've been doing coke in the bathroom all day. That's probably where mystery lives. Yeah. In the seduction world. Which, according to him, is Austin, Texas, where pussy rains from the sky. That's right. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now ah yeah welcome back to another episode of the commercial break i'm brian green this is my dear friend Kristen joy holdly best to you chris uh, best to you brian why not over there in the podcast universe best to you also hey welcome back to this episode of the commercial break it's not for everyone but fact news or fiction is guaranteed in 30 seconds or less you heard it here last are we done with Prince Harry now? Are we officially fucking done with Prince Harry? <laughs> I mean, I'm sick of reading about what it. What the fuck? How in the world did we get here? I don't know. How did we get here, children? That's all I have to know. Some How... people are really into the royals. What has the world come to <laughs> when the royals can't have a good fucking scandal without <laughs> without someone going and ruining it? <laughs> Those royals, man. I'll tell you what. They don't stop. But I got it. Listen, I don't agree with racist remarks and I don't like all the drama that went on with Megan sure. if it's true. Yeah. Uh but Harry writes this bombshell of a book. They I go know. on this bombshell interview <laughs> in Oprah, then they make this ridiculous television show on Netflix where they reveal nothing new. Yeah. What they reveal is they have been videotaping themselves for years getting ready for this big money making s- scam, I think is what's going on at this point. And then yesterday when we're recording this, which is a couple of weeks ago by the time you hear this, <laughs> but yesterday when we're recording this they go on ITV and they do an uh, he does an interview. Prince Harry does, oh. where he he lies. He just says, "No, we didn't say that anybody was racist in the royal family." And it's like, check the tape, Peter. I mean, go back and look at the tape. And yeah. you did say that on the Oprah show. You yes. said that's what started all of this. And he's whining and complaining because his brother and him got in a physical altercation. Name a brother on <laughs> earth who hasn't gotten in a physical altercation with their other brother. <laughs> Kevin wants to kick my ass all the time. I mean, it's just the way that brothers work. It's nothing new under the sun. Right. These are not royal scandals. These are 
family matters. And quite frankly, there's yeah. nothing new or interesting about it. Now, if someone is if, if someone did indeed inquire about how dark their child's skin was going to be, I can see how that would be shocking and how you could feel bad about that. Yeah, of course. But Harry is saying it's no one in the direct royal family. So who the fuck is it? And who the fuck cares? Fire them. What is it? The, the guy who puts on your dad's shoes? Fire that guy. That's all you have to do, right? It's just a run-of-the-mill fucking twad being a fucking twad. Fire the guy. You have said nothing interesting, and now you're taking back the things that you did say that might be interesting. You're saying that didn't happen. Are we fucking done with Harry and Meghan at this point? Can yeah, we just, I am. Like, I need a break. Let them be yet another rich person living in California, because honestly... And I don't even follow the royals. I have no, no. like, I like the crown. That's what I like. Yeah, exactly. I follow the crown. I, I, I like that show too. That's the, to me, that's the best tabloid, uh, that's the best British tabloid royal family shit you can get is the crown because it's well done and acted wonderfully. All the real life shit, like the actual stuff that's happening, it just doesn't seem to be all that dramatic to me. Mm -hmm. And I am done with Harry and Meghan. I'm done. <laughs> I, I'm on a break for sure. Are you on a break? Yeah. Yeah. We can't handle anymore, guys. Just leave it alone. And I, 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 no, no more Harry. No more Megan. No one fucking cares what you do. You know those people get they get they live in the lap of luxury. They for good, bad, or indifferent. Everything's about perspective. So when you're living it, it must feel restrictive and strange that the institution takes precedent over the family and before love comes, you know, whatever, honor and guard and country and chair, whatever the fuck the thing is. <laughs> I understand. It's all about perspective. But sure. it sounds like little head we go to his feelings hood and he ran to California with all his billions of dollars. <laughs> I don't think he has. I thought that they cut him off. He's not. Oh, please. Well, to he's, some degree. He's the 55th in line to the throne. He's got to, there's like some money in there somewhere. He's never going to be king. Yeah. I think that's what's really going on here is that he, he's, he's always going to play second fiddle to his brother. And so he's upset. So they ran to California to have their own life. They get a billion dollar Netflix deal. They produce six episodes of shite, like gobshite. It's just horrible. I watched like 15 minutes of three episodes and I was like, this is trash. This is like egotistical trash. I don't like the Royals anymore either. I don't think I'd watch a, a, a like a, a, I don't know, a King Charles video, uh, Netflix special either. Right. But it's just trash. And I, I, I just watched like 10 minutes of that interview last night. And I was like, what a bunch of royal horse shit. Honestly, <laughs> just done with it. And I know I'm, I'm, I'm upsetting Roxanne because I know that Roxanne uh, is a huge fan. Is it Roxanne that's a huge fan of the Royals? No. I think it's Roxanne. It's not. No. Which one of our listeners is a huge fan of the Royals? Uh, one of our fans is a huge. Okay. Uh, one of our uh, Marianne. Marianne is the one. Yeah, Marianne. Marianne is a huge fan of the Royals, and she like kept me up to date on all the stuff that was going on, and it was just too much. I was like, I just don't. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't really care. When you're a royal like that, do you think you get invited to all the best parties? Yes. Like when you're Prince Harry? Oh, yeah. You get invited to like... Of course. I just saw that Paris Hilton, Britney Spears, and Harry Styles were all at somebody's 30th birthday party. Isn't Britney a little old to be going to a 30th birthday party? <laughs> no. What is she, like 47, 48 years so old? So is Paris. Is Paris? Oh, Paris is older than Britney, for sure. Yeah, so... Whatever happened to Paris? She just... She, she became... She got married. She got married. Mm -hmm. Does she, she do anything? Yeah, I think she still does like DJ sets. Oh. And then she promotes stuff. Those fucking DJs. That's another thing. What the fuck? <laughs> You put a playlist together and then you go and you make a million dollars for an appearance. Right. It's crazy. It's insane. <laughs> I'm not saying there's not some skill and talent involved. I'm sure that there is. I have no idea what it takes to be a DJ. But all these guys, when they're like, you know, swooping in on the buttons, you know, they're pressing buttons and they turn the fader real quick and, yeah, <laughs> drop the beat. <laughs> they don't seem to be doing anything. <laughs> they don't seem to be doing anything when the beat drops. You know what I'm saying? They'll like Drop press the a button. Yeah. yeah. They'll like press a button and everyone gets, goes crazy. And it's like, you just press the button. He pressed the mute button on one channel so the other channel could play. It's like, I do that every day here. No one's giving me a million dollars for anything. There's a guy. I Maybe saw. we should start the show with Drop the Beat. Drop the Beat! It's from like the Trolls Kid movie or something. They're like techno trolls and all the trolls were like, He's good. it's coming, man. It's coming. Oh, drop the bean. Boom. Uh, boom, 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 boom. There's a very famous video, and it is just the most brilliant thing I've ever seen. 
I'll play it on the show, right? If you could help me write it down in the notebook. Oh, yes. Let me write it down. There's a very famous video of a guy who is playing at Tomorrowland. Is that what it is? Okay, yeah. Okay, so um, the big festival out in Europe that they had here at one point, but then... Yeah, I can't keep track of all the electronic festivals. People died in the mud. And yeah, that was yeah. a big thing. Big scandal. Yeah. Big scandal. Was that Tomorrowland or was that... Uh, I can't remember I can't the remember Daisy either. Festival. I don't even remember what the yeah. fuck. It's so many years Electric ago at this Daisy. point. Electric Daisy. But that's what, that wasn't it. Here <laughs> yeah. in Georgia, that big festival, if you like techno, you'll remember that a bunch of people got stuck in the mud. And it turns out that it was just like, th- these weren't like professional concert promoters putting this right. on. It was like a husband and wife <laughs> yeah. and their kid, their 40-year-old toddler running around this big field going, put the stage there and put the stage there. And nothing was done ahead of time to prepare mm-hmm. for it. And they were making billions of dollars and they just weren't even, they weren't even prepared. So when it started to rain, the whole thing got muddy and everyone got stuck. And there were like kids walking down Highway 20. I won't drive down Highway 20 in some parts of Atlanta, if you know what I mean. And these kids were walking down there to go find a hotel room. There were, you know, it's the same Fry fry Festival bullshit that was going on. But in Tomorrowland, the one in Europe, I can't, if it's Tomorrowland, whatever it is, they had this DJ on a couple of years ago, like in 2019. And he is the most wackadoodle guy. He is a satirical version of a real <laughs> DJ. Like Skrillex or something? Yeah, but he just, he does it with such sincerity. It's not a joke. Oh, okay. He gets up and he like shakes his ass. And like when the beat's dropping, he's nowhere near the thing. And he's just <laughs> like, <laughs> he's pretending to press buttons. He's doing all the things that DJs really do, but satirically and in such high comedic style that you can't help but laugh the guy is going crazy on stage but he's never touching the board like the, the, the thing is <laughs> it's just playing yeah, his set is playing for an hour but he's not it goes on for an hour by the way but apparently according to some people he does this everywhere he goes it's not like i did it as a joke one time he got an hour at the world's biggest you know euro trash festival <laughs> and he goes around making fun of it but he's apparently not trying to make fun of it. He just he's going over the top. Um, but the person who said this, I think it was in Vice magazine, is it was, he said yet another reminder that this festival is the worst music festival in the world. Are you sure it wasn't from the Onion? It was not. I promise you. I I've seen this many times. Like it's it's been around. The video's been around. But it's funny. So yeah. So these these royals they get invited to every party. They're living in the lap of, of luxury. Course. They get every table that they want everywhere. Life is not that bad. And so far, his book, his Netflix special, and now his multiple TV appearances amount to a hill of beans. There's nothing that guy would say. I'd love to get invited to one party, one fucking party by anybody remotely famous. Like I would take. Tammy from the Thousand Pound Sisters. She would invite me to a party and I'd be happy. <laughs> if I could get a table at Chili's without having to wait, I'd be satisfied. You know how you get Brian to come to a party? Do you remember this? Uh, Our friend Carol made this up. You know how you get Brian to come to a party? How? Don't invite him. That's oh. how you get Brian oh, to Oh, because you get FOMO him. then? Well, no, because I'm the, I, for a while, I was the world's most non-committal human being. Yeah. It's like, you know... People invite you to a party and it always, it felt like pressure to me that I had to show up. Mm-hmm. So I would just say, oh yeah, you know, thanks. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. And then I wouldn't show up yeah. if you invited me. But if you didn't invite me, then I would straggle on with somebody else who was invited. <laughs> because then I, I, there was no pressure. I was just like, yeah, I'll go yeah. to that party. Why not? Right. <laughs> I don't have to worry about That's anything. I see, yeah. the, I see the logic. You see the logic? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm not lazy. I'm not flaky. I'm just feeling too much pressure that you invited me somewhere and you want a direct answer right now? Can I answer you the day of the party, a couple hours after it starts? Sorry, couldn't make it. Yeah, that seems reasonable. I'd rather ask for forgiveness than ask for permission, if you know what I mean, Chrissy. (laughs) (laughs) We went to some parties together. Yeah, don't remember them, but I'm sure they were fun. Which parties did we get? I remember a lot of a lot of Brave Stadium, like uh, club parties. Yeah, we went to that one party where we had the wasn't there a bus involved and uh, like a, a oh strip my God. club and yeah the- <laughs> and the guy the British guy. Yes. <laughs> so we go to a birthday party for a friend for a dear friend of mine, and she's yeah. turning. I think it was. Geez, she was so young at that time, like 21, 21. (laughs) I I think she was turning 30. 30, I think you're right. Okay. She was turning 30 
And there was like, I don't know, 15 of us that had showed up. And she yeah. had some of the friends from around the world, around the country had flown in to be at this mm-hmm. party. It was all set up months ahead of time. We had a party bus. Everyone was going to drop their shit at my friend's house and his wife, who we were celebrating her birthday. And then we're going to get in this party bus and we were going to go eat at this fancy restaurant. So we yeah. go and we eat at the fancy restaurant. And what we find out is that not only have the people flown in from around <laughs> the country, but they've brought a bunch of their friends too, which is, you know, completely appropriate to do to a 30th birthday party. It's like my bachelor party when my best man started inviting people I didn't even know to the bachelor party. I'm like, but the bachelor party was just a sit down dinner. It's my second. It's my second marriage. Like, I didn't need to go to the strip club. I already got that out of my system. Right. But it's like a private, intimate dinner, and there's people that I don't even nut. There's people I don't like, and there's people I don't know. And I'm like, what the fuck? What happened here? So we get on the, so we go and we drop our shit and we get on the party bus. Or no, we, we meet at the restaurant, and then the party bus shows up. And there is this guy, this little man from New York. He lives in New York, but, but he's, he's from, from South Africa or something. Yeah. And he's like, so we go, so afterwards... He had every, the British accent. He had the British accent, that's right. <laughs> so afterwards, the request of the birthday girl is, let's go to the cheetah, the world-famous fucking cheetah. Mm-hmm. High-class, high-ass, if you know what I'm, This is high-class ass, if you know what I'm talking yes. about. This is very expensive, classy, I mean, as much as a strip club can be classy, tasteful, they actually have a four-star fucking restaurant they do. inside. They now, do. I would never eat at a strip club, but <laughs> they have one there in case you want it. And it's expensive. It's like $25 to get in, and then lap dances are $30 or whatever it is. And they have, I guess they handpick uh, the best of the best. I don't know how they do that. Like tulips. I don't know how they pick those girls. Yeah, but. it's very sexy in there. Yeah. Like, you know, dark and, and luxurious. And even yeah. though it's full nude, the girls don't get full nude on stage, only on the lap dances. So <laughs> it's got this air of, uh, I don't know, this air of tatas. It's like just tatas <laughs> until you pay extra money to see other things. So we go and everybody is in the soup. I mean, yeah. everybody's in the soup. Rochambeau, kids margaritas, <laughs> finger dips, lots of Bud Light. It's all going around. Yeah. Everything. This is the night that, I, that, that we got caught by the security at the cheetah and the next time we went the doors were off the bathroom stalls that guy came in he put the flashlight over the stall and he banged on the door i know what you two are doing in there get out not out not allowed i'm just giving him a blowjob we'll be out in a second still not allowed so we're all we're running around up. that place. Yeah, we are just running around that place, in and out of the bathrooms, you know, handing each other matchbooks with you know right. certain ingredients in them. Yeah, <laughs> and so two 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 thirty in the morning rolls around. Everyone now the word goes around, right? Get, get back to the bus. We're going to the bus. Right. We're going to the after after <laughs> yes, party after, yes. after 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 party, right? <laughs> Everybody on the bus Bus is leaving in 15 minutes. So everybody gets on the bus except for a few people who don't get on the bus and we don't know where they are and they're not responding. I think you're one of them, actually. I think I was. (laughs) And the birthday girl, I think it was one of them. So this guy, whose name I'm not going to say because I can't remember, but this guy, he had been following me around all night long. He loved you. And he was like, by God, Brian, (laughs) he's fucking amazing, brother. Men want to be you. Women want to sleep with you. It's just fucking unbelievable. Oh, he was. He was saying that. He said that. He said that. He said those words exactly. Men want to be you. Women want to sleep with you. I can see it in everybody's eyes. You command the room. I'm like, dude, you had a little too much. Got to stole your your powder intake down here, bro. Which I didn't know oh, how to we handle. Left for days yeah. Oh my god. That. So, so this was going on the entire time we were at the club. He would like, uh, he he. Excuse me, excuse me. Lap dance for this guy. He's a fucking rock star. He's probably got a foot long dick right now. Don't get too close. It's huge. His balls are the size of bowling balls. You know what I'm saying? He smells good. He looks fantastic. I think he's. I think he's made of gold. <laughs> Oh, he he was loving you. So we get out of the bus. No one's, and then there's no like now. No one's answering their phone. So we got to go back in and find. So I decide, I'll go. I'll go with you, brother. I'll go with you. Jesus Christ, you're as dependable as they come. You're like the fucking clock on the tower, striking midnight at the right time. You swooping like a superhero. 
You know, the way you move, it's gentle. You, you like, you glide across the ground, I've noticed. You just glide. It's like you're walking on water. Jesus Christ has nothing on you. Who are you? And I'm like, dude, you got like a Rolling Stone documentary running in the commentary running in the back of my head. What are you doing? What are you, a fluffer? You're like a, you're like a fucked up fluffer. That's what you are. You're fluffing me up while I'm fucked up. This went on all night long yeah. at the party. Started kind of at dinner when he was yeah. like, wow, I, I noticed how you took command at the end of the table there. All those girls talking to you. And I'm like, I know all of them. Like, I mean, what's the big yeah. deal? Like, my friends were all talking. Nah, nah, they had you laughing. They had you giggling. I saw, I saw it all. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And it just got worse and worse and worse until the after party when I had to be like, hey, brother, I really appreciate all the high compliments. But you know how they say never meet your heroes? <laughs> There's a good reason why. I shit just like the rest of us. I'm not gliding on top of the land. And not every man wants to be me. <laughs> I don't even want to be me. How does somebody else want to be me? But it was, oh, it was fun. fun. That was another party that I wasn't invited to, by the way, that I showed up <laughs> You and I went together. <laughs> oh, my God. What a bunch of fun. We've had some good times. Oh, God. Really We've fun. We've had some good times. Yes. We're doing no complaining like that, Harry, though. No, 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 no. no. Hey, uh, I want to do two things. Okay. So... You know, we've taken, like, uh, over the last couple of weeks as we wrap up season number three, we've been taking some of the old Ask TCB questions that we never got to. Oh, We right. categorized them. We had the sex one. We had the dating one. We had the whatever a couple of uh, months back. We had an update for Marlon and stuff like that. I have a series of questions about pop culture. A lot of people will ask us for our opinion on something that's happening. Okay. At the moment. Now, let me explain a little bit about the commercial break. The commercial break... <laughs> tells it here last. Tells it here last. That's <laughs> you right. heard it You last. heard it here last. <laughs> and there's a reason for this. It's not just because we're lazy. That is also a main reason. But because... And, not, and secondly, we're not exactly plugged into pop culture. But the main reason is because we like people to be able to jump into the show at any time and not feel like it's so timely uh, that something happened three weeks ago and now we're just talking about that incident that moment plus the that news can happen too yeah <laughs> we do that also <laughs> but the news moves so fast that you know there's lots of there's lots of shows yeah. that do that very well but that's not us we do very little very well <laughs> so are you ready to go back and dig up some of the yeah, questions on pop culture machine. i'm gonna go in the time machine yep and now we're going. Now we're back at the beginning of 2020. Actually, I'll start backwards. I'll go backwards. I'll start okay. with the most recent. And I figured we'd take two or three of these this episode. And then I've got a very special video, follow-up video for you from the beginning of season one. And then we'll take a couple on the next episode. The beginning episode. of season one. Season two. I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, season three. I'm sorry. Oh. Season three. Season three. <laughs> what season are we on? Are we on season four? I was yet? like, you're digging up season one <laughs> no, again? I, yeah. No, I'm not. Okay. No. I'm going to put that thing behind a wall okay. at some point. <laughs> Get your season one in now, because I promise you those episodes are going to leave at some point. You're going to have to sign some kind of agreement to listen to those episodes <laughs> in the future. Non-disparaging agreement. Um, okay, so and I'm going to go through this really quickly. I've truncated these just to get to the point, and uh, I'll let you know. If they gave me permission, I'll let you know who this is. So Harry asks the following. Ready? Have you heard about the Logan Paul NFT shit show? If so, what are your thoughts? The Logan Paul NFT shit was that the one where he bought the ape? Or no, that was Seth Green. No, that was that. No, that was, was a Justin Bieber actually. I think. Oh, uh, Seth Green bought a board ape, got it stolen, stolen, and then bought it back because he was doing a show. He was doing about, something. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He was doing something. So no, he bought a board ape. Oh, whatever. Anyway, that's not the that's, that's not the not, Logan Paul yeah. scandal. What I do know about this because I have been keeping up with it. Okay. So Logan Paul, the famous Paul brothers, right? Uh, Jake Paul and Logan Paul. Jake is now a boxer making. The, the highest paid boxer. He started as a joke, and now he's the highest paid boxer really? in the world. Yes. Not, not, and he's not a joke either. He can box. His brother Logan is the guy who started the channel, um, the Logan Paul YouTube channel, many, many years ago. Ah, okay. He's been in lots of controversies. That's kind of his gig. He was really making the channel for like kids and preteens and teenagers, and then now he's kind of morphed. He's matured a little bit. Now mm -hmm. he's got his own podcast and vodcast. Um, called Impulsive is what it's called. Oh, it's very clever. Fam very famous. You know, I'm not looking to pick a fight with Logan Paul, <laughs> but let me give you the let me give you the rundown. Logan Paul decided to get in on the NFT space. Yeah. Uh, sometime in 2021, late 2021, he built a game, an NFT game, where you can earn 
coins like it's called like i think it's called crypto zoo is what the name of the game is you can earn these zootopia points or whatever by playing a game then you collect these cards which are essentially mashups of animals Hmm. so like a giraffe matard you know like a like a you know like a i don't know a giraffe and a leopard or something like that right (laughs) put together it's ridiculous this is the most ridiculous thing i've ever heard of but i'm not in the nft space so i don't know yeah everybody got all excited about this yeah and they and a bunch of people bought into this game. Some people dropping fifty, sixty, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Really? Some people just dropping five hundred dollars of their hard earned money, living paycheck to paycheck, because they have seen Logan Paul succeed and succeed and succeed time after time after time, and they believe that he would do the right thing here and that this was a winner, right? And and to Logan's in Logan's defense, he also says this is what I wanted. I wanted everybody to win. I thought this was going to be the best. Blah 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 blah. Well, he hired a bunch of felons to make this game, and turns out they didn't do such a good job. And now everybody's pointing the fingers. One of my favorite YouTubers is a guy named Coffeezilla. Coffeezilla keeps an eye on the NFT and the crypto space mm-hmm. mainly, looks for scammers and what they call rug pullers, and he'll do exposés on them. Right? Okay. Coffeezilla's super smart. I like his channel a lot. I don't think I don't know if everything he does is above board or whatever. I don't know anything about him personally and but I just like watching his videos. Mm-hmm. So he does this whole exposé on Logan Paul's NFTs and what happened was Logan Paul and some of his business associates, before they released this NFT token that was supposed to go along with the game, they bought into it before it was released. What they did was they released it, but they didn't tell anybody. Then they bought up a bunch of this. So a pump and dump scam essentially is what CoffeeZilla was saying that Logan Paul was doing. A pump and dump. Now the game doesn't work. It never really worked. And now it certainly doesn't work. A lot of people got their money locked in. They couldn't get it out. Meanwhile, some of Logan Paul's business associates apparently, allegedly, sold their tokens a month after they bought them when they were at the highest. Right. Right. And they made millions of dollars and they walked off. So Logan Paul is on the ropes. He is like trying to apologize, but just blaming other people. He's making a whole shit show of this. Right. And Coffee's it. So he makes this big video retorting CoffeeZilla's expose where he points the finger at CoffeeZilla and says, CoffeeZilla's the scammer and he's the liar. He's the blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Then people didn't react well to that. So he takes that down and he makes another one. Round two. Round two, apology. (laughs) So he deletes the first one. He makes another one. He continues to point the fingers and blame everybody else but himself. And then days ago, he takes down the second video and he writes a tweet or a blog or whatever he writes that says, uh, I want to thank CoffeeZilla for bringing this to my attention. I'm going to look into it and make sure everyone gets their money back. Here's my opinion on the Logan Paul NFT scandal. Give it NFTs are not great investments. That's it. I've been telling you this for years now. It's not a great investment. Digital paintings are you can get a picture like just get a picture why do you need a why do you need a thing i understand sometimes there's a utility like board ape you can go to the board ape yacht club and i don't know what they do they're talking about their board apes i don't know what they do (laughs) but i can understand there's some utility to some of these that are important to people they like it it's fun it's like trading cards exactly that's the way i heard it explained remember the guy who smelled bad that we were talking about last episode yes that same guy was involved in the business of trading baseball cards. Okay. That's what he did for a living. Trading baseball cards. Guess what? He didn't make a lot of money doing that because making money <laughs> trading baseball cards is a really hard thing to do. Like selling baseball cards, kind of the time has come and the time has passed. Did we not learn any lessons from the baseball cards? <laughs> there still are very rare baseball cards, basketball cards that can be traded for sure. millions of dollars or sold for millions of dollars. But let's be honest with ourselves. It's not exactly like the world is getting rich on baseball cards. NFTs are kind of the same premise. It's like, it's important to some people, but to most people, it's not. Yeah. But I guess the same could be said about Picasso. True. Yeah. Very true. But people fucking pump and dump Picassos all the time, too. They fake them and they, all that other stuff. This is really turning out to be a bad thing for Logan Paul. And for one of the internet's biggest stars, I think it could be trouble. Because when you scam a bunch of people out of money, or allegedly scam a bunch of people out of money, mm, could be problematic. But if you listen to the commercial break, (laughs) if the seven of you that listened, listened to the commercial break, then you would have known that NFTs were on a rocky road from the beginning. They were. And uh, I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure. There was like a craze on them. And then it turns out really that, yeah. 
Yeah, eh, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I've looked. I've been looking at this Open Sea, which is like a place where you trade NFTs. Yeah, and there are some asininely ridiculous NFTs. That's what I was seeing. It's crazy, like seeing. pixelated penises and collections of you know uh, some guys. I saw a guy <laughs> put up his old family photos. <laughs> People made, were paying like two hundred dollars for. It. <laughs> I looked up the guy. He's nobody. He's not doing anything. I <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. Wouldn't be for me. But I understand that there are. There's just, a market for it. Yeah, there's a market. For, well, not much anymore. No. But there was a market yeah, for it. Yeah, briefly. Aren't you a little hard on? Uh, here's another one from um, T Diddle. T Diddle. T Diddle. Oh, T Diddle. Oh, <laughs> Aren't you being a little hard on Travis Scott? How is he supposed to control? How is he supposed to have control over his audience? What was he supposed to do? So now we're taking the time machine way back to the... This might be last year, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. Or the beginning. I don't know. I don't know. Summertime or something. No, I think it it was. Yeah. 2022? Oh, it was 21? I think. Okay. Well, then we're really going back very far. (laughs) Well, then this guy wrote a message to us months after it happened. No, I don't think we were hard on Travis Scott. I think Travis Scott was supposed to stop the concert. Yes. That's what was supposed to happen. Somebody was in his ear and somebody should have said to him, if they didn't say to him, stop the show people are dying trampled that's it what like 28 people died or something like that some shit like that at the end of the day the body count was high for a fucking concert to see goddamn travis scott he riled those people up he got them all excited that's his job he's an artist i get that part of it but he has a long history of getting people just to go fucking bananas and when you have half a million uh when you have you know fifty thousand people in a Mm -hmm. crowd on a pavement you can't do that. You got plus the setup was wrong. Yeah, you know of the whole thing and from Live Nation to the company that actually did the logistics there to Travis yeah. Scott to all the people behind Travis Scott that should have had a monitor in his ear telling him what to do. This went bad, 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 bad yeah. for Travis because he should have stopped the fucking show. Period. End of sentence. I wasn't hard on Travis. I think we should have been harder on Travis. Quite frankly, I can't believe that Travis has yet to face mm-hmm. any kind of. You know, I think he's got a civil suit or two out there, but I can't yeah. believe that he didn't even like, you know, uh, I don't know, inciting a riot or something, some kind of, you know, criminal mischief or, or yeah. something, because it just seems to me that 28 that people's lives were wasted. Yeah. Um, F. Mary Kill. Okay. Ready? You know that's how oh, goes? Oh, okay. I thought you were saying that's who this was from. Okay. This one's <laughs> for Brian. Miley Cyrus, Dua Lipa. Emily Ratajowski, oh. FFF. That's what I said. <laughs> I want to have my cake and eat it too. FFF, FFF. I'd marry Miley Cyrus okay. because I think that she'd be the most fun. To yeah. Have. You know, she seems like a- Long-term a, fun. Yeah, long-term fun. She seems like a spirited individual. Yes. I don't know if I'd want her. Yeah, I don't know if I'd appreciate all the tits showing, but it's her, her tits and she can show them if she wants to. Um, Dua Lipa. She's hot. I'd have sex with. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, she seems like she'd be fun in bed. Mm-hmm. And Emily, kill. I'm sorry, I have to kill you. <laughs> Even though you're the hottest woman on earth, I'd have to kill you. For some reason, I feel like Emily might be a pain in the ass. I'm just speculating. But for some reason, I feel like, I don't know, she'd want coffee and donuts after we had sex. And I just don't want that kind of drama. I want to take a nap, honey. For Hoadley, oh. Tom Hardy, Harry Styles, Prince William. <laughs> Kill, kill, kill. <laughs> kill, kill, kill. <laughs> not even Harry. Harry doesn't even get some love. Uh, I'm not a huge Harry Styles fan, I have to admit. I don't dislike him, but it, it's not. he's not my, like, whoa. Okay. I don't fawn over him, let's okay. just say that. What about Tom Hardy? Oh, who's he again? Tom Hardy. He's the, <laughs> like, handsome buck that, uh, he was in that movie Venom. Uh, no, you don't remember? No. Can't remember? He was in a lot of movies. He's yeah. being killed. Okay, <laughs> poor, poor Tom. He's a brusque, big look. He's a good looking guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, you then maybe I would. Okay. F. So kill Harry? <laughs> Don't kill Harry. Why would I? Kill William. <laughs> oh. <laughs> then we have, then we, then Harry. Then Harry's going to be, be king. king. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, not. I think no, it's like the, the Duke sons. of. Yeah. No, his sons. Would, oh, yeah, that's would true. Be in line. Yeah. yeah. And we, we don't want to get into children. <laughs> no. Let's not do that. Okay. All right. So we got three good questions in. Now we're going to transition real quick. Okay. Beginning of 2022, you and I stumbled upon a video from Adam the Liar. Oh, Adam the Liar. Remember Adam the Liar? He's Adam the Liar. (laughs) Uh, Adam the Liar was a guy that had some advice for everybody on how to make their Facebook 
page as a an, or Instagram page as attractive as possible. And basically, what he told you to do was lie. lie. Yeah, yeah. Just make shit up and post the best pictures. Yeah, and, lie about yourself and then get like a professional photographer to do your pictures. To do all your pictures and doll them up. Basically, to lie yeah. about what you look like. That's correct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he just said lie, 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 yeah. lie, lie. And then we followed up on two more videos where he just told everybody to lie, where he was lying, lying, lying. Yes. He dated a girl for two years, and then he left her for four years, and then she yeah. came crawling back. I don't even know. Go back and watch. Adam the Liar, there's a whole series of, of shows that we did back at the beginning of the season three. I would be remiss if we went a whole you know, year without talking about Adam the Liar Yeah, let's again. check in again. Are you ready? I'm ready. I was trolling on the internet. As you do. As I do like to do. Hello, all my friends out there in the podcast universe. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Commercial Break. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or content ideas, send them to 1-855-TCB-8383. Toll free from anywhere in the world, 855-TCB-8383. Make sure to visit our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the commercial break. Full episodes air a few days after they do here on the audio feed and starting in season four the same day. You can go to the TCB podcast website at tcbpodcast.com, hear all the audio and watch all the video. You can also contact us all from tcbpodcast.com. Please follow us at the commercial break on Instagram and feel free to use our specialized URLs and or codes when you hear them on the commercials. Speaking of those sponsors, let's take a moment, hear from them and we'll be back to this episode of the commercial break. I found Adam. Oh, he's going to tell us how to become a perfect 10. Okay. <laughs> so I want to talk to you about how to be more attractive than you currently are. Um, <laughs> you know, I know some people hate it when I stop the videos this much, but how can you not stop the video after a sentence like that? Yeah. <laughs> how am I supposed to be more attractive than I currently am? Yeah. How does that work? He's going to tell us. Yeah. And the reason we're doing this is so that you've got a better chance of dating the kind of people you actually want to date. <laughs> Emily <Okay>. Ranajowski. Yeah. <laughs> Do a leaper. Ask the da- um, ask the dating coach. Yeah, he's a dating coach. I thought now. he was a social media expert. He's an all around. <laughs> he's a well rounded. He's an all rounded liar. Oh, yes. Yeah, he's, he's a, a well rounded liar. <laughs> there was this website when I was learning the dating stuff, and I was still trying to become a dating expert i suppose and my drive for that wasn't too <laughs> back when i was still trying to become a dating coach. back before i got my official dating coach certificate yes. <laughs> number zero zero three <laughs> be a dating okay. expert it was because i wanted to improve myself i wanted to be better for my partners and that led to me teaching others what I found because I find that's a very good way of learning is when you teach. So Why as I learned something, he just keep touching his he nose. He does. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he does. I'm Adam the liar. I've been doing coke in the bathroom all day. <laughs> I think I passed the knowledge on, and that's really what made my following. It's what made. Oh my god! Look. Yeah, he did. It he again. can't stop touching his nose. No. Yeah, look at that one nostril is much bigger than the other one. Do you notice that? <laughs> yes, yeah. You want to know how? Say, I don't know how to tell if someone's got a current or a past cocaine addiction. Look at how big their two nostrils are. And I'm not saying there can't be like a problem with your nose and you have one nostril bigger than the other, but a lot of times that cocaine will actually wear out your not the <laughs> the membrane in your nostril, so you'll have one huge nostril and one small one. We call that the favorite nostril. Oh, fun for me. And uh, there was this great website called The Beautiful People. And during this journey... Um, <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> this video just became about his cocaine abuse. <laughs> Guys and girls who cannot see this video right now, YouTube.com slash the commercial break. Stop, he cannot like, stop touching. touching his nose, playing with his nose. Mm-hmm. This looks like that guy who was following me around at the Cheetah. Yeah. <laughs> this is what that guy was doing. And the same accent. <laughs> yeah. And when you get all coked up like that, like you have a tick, right? You just can't yeah. stop. You're afraid that... A, ma- a, b- a rock of cocaine yeah. is going to come flying out of your nose. So you keep trying to stuff it back up there. <laughs> I wanted to attract the, the most attractive people I could. That was like part of the journey. I was looking for physically attractive people. And Wait, I felt oh, oh, that. Can we just recap here what sure. he's saying? So he, back when he was trying to become a dating coach. That's right. Uh, he went on the site called Beautiful People. Beautiful People. 
And he, what is he doing with this site? He, he wanted to date <laughs> attractive people, but he didn't. He wasn't yet there. I don't know what he's fucking saying because I'm too busy worrying about the cocaine traffic out of his nose. <laughs> While I could get relationships with some people, they weren't as physically attractive as I wanted them to be. And actually, as we continue through this, I'm going to explain that judging somebody based on physicality is one of the worst things you can do to measure. But I do it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. What are you, why are you saying that when you just said you were dating people that weren't physically attractive? <laughs> fucking douche. Uh, your ideal partner. Um, and we'll talk about that later on as well. But there's definitely um, an obsession with younger people looking to, I want the most beautiful girl I can get, or I want the most beautiful guy I can get, or, you know, they have to be really attractive. Um, and actually, when it comes down to it, there's a lot more to relationships than just the physical side of it. And it, the rest is more important. Um, but Thanks. Also, Thanks. why are we just uh, seeing him from the side? Yeah, we He's got not a, even looking at the camera. We got a side, a side angle, profile. and then we got a front camera <laughs> Maybe angle. Maybe because the opposite side is where that favorite nostril is. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. You, know, <laughs> you don't want to show that He edited that, that out because there's a big <laughs> rock hanging out of his... It's hanging on to one of those nose hairs. <laughs> you know, back then, that's all I cared about. And so there's a website called The Beautiful People, and it was like Facebook, but for attractive people. <laughs> and you would put your... You would send them a picture... And for seven days, people would vote on how attractive you oh are. My oh, my God. God. I actually submitted my picture to this website. <laughs> swear to God, I did. What? I swear you to did? God, I did. Yes. Yes. I didn't even know no, about this Back when we were at Scam Call at FM. All. Yeah. I submitted my picture to this. And I don't, like, I don't know if I ever even followed up with it, right? <laughs> you didn't see what your votes were? No, I don't think I did. I think, it, I think we thought it was funny one morning, and I put my picture in there, but... <laughs> Let's just face it. I wasn't getting in anyway, so <laughs> I didn't care. Oh my and God. it would rate you on a scale of 1 to 10. And I sat at like 6.3 for five <laughs> days. And you had to be eight or above to join the beautiful people. <laughs> and I was and like, then I paid a bunch <laughs> of guys in Bangladesh to raise me up to a nine. <laughs> That's how you get to be the perfect 10. <laughs> underpaid workers in bangladesh talk about an ego crush it was like for five days i'm like wow i'm like a 6.3 like wow that sucks like i've always imagined if i was going to date someone i'd be dating like a a perfect 10 um my friend calls them dimes um and i was like instead of dames it's dimes um yeah we got the joke there but uh (laughs) he's swallowing a lot too this guy like yeah he's ridiculous first of all second of all under what sun did you think you were going to be a perfect 10 yeah, or dating a perfect 10? I, I know. Yeah. I'm not saying you're an ugly guy, Adam. You're, you're there. You're a, a five. A you're at least a five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> the people were right. That's six. right. Top it off. What did he say? Uh, what was that yesterday that preacher said? Round it uh, up on the fat, fat side. side. Yeah. <laughs> Round it up on the fat side, Adam. You're a six. But I was a 6.3 and, and it kind of sucked. And I decided that I would test my theories that actual attraction isn't about physicality, it's about people. And one of the cool- It's about people. <laughs> he's so high, he doesn't know what he's saying. <laughs> Features you got on the That is speculation, allegedly. Yeah. I see I see Logan Paul <laughs> sitting around a table with four of his lawyers, and I'm like, I should stop start paying attention to what I'm saying. Beautiful people was that you could communicate with people in advance. And so because I didn't have a great picture, I would send people messages and befriend them. Like me. Like me, please. Like me. Like me. I'm not. It doesn't doesn't say I'm not attractive, but here's a DM. Here's a DM. Here's a DM. (laughs) Can I get you Venmo? I'm willing to send you $5. Rate me a seven. Oh, excuse me. Here's a voice message. I got to get some cocaine. (laughs) Driving me crazy. And I maybe befriended 30 to 50 different people. Just randomly reached out to them. Hey, I'm currently in the application process. I really like this about you on your profile. I just thought I'd reach out and say hi. And it prompted people to upvote me. By the end of my, um, my acceptance into the beautiful people, um, I got rated like 9.3 or 9.7 or something. Like a stupidly high number. Um, Definitely a stupidly uh, high number. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I consider myself like a 5.9. I think you're just, you know, you're in that area. You're in that so range. So he, he like campaigned? Yeah, he campaigned to get, to get, a get higher, in. A higher, a yeah. higher, okay. That's what he did. Now, 
It's pretty smart, actually, because <laughs> I mean, you know, no one's going to tell you you're ugly to your face. It's like that kid who, it's like Brian when he came out of the womb, he's like had a cone head with a bunch of bruises all over his face. There were probably a lot of people that were like, oh shit, that kid's ugly. Damn, that kid's ugly. <laughs> but if my mom pulled the stroller up, you know, they'd be like, oh, yeah. what a cute <laughs> stroller. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I'm annoying. But what I really realized was it wasn't to do with my physical look. My physical look alone was only getting me a 6.3, but I'd boosted to like 9.3 or 9.7. I forget which one it is now. Um, no, you but I got don't. Boosted. No, you don't. Remember. You've got a screenshot yeah, of it framed. <laughs> you remember. Yeah. Hanging on your mirror. <laughs> remember, you're a 9 point something, brother. <laughs> and what did he see? He basically like compliment bombed everybody yeah. so that they would rate him higher. Correct. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> If you told me I was good looking, I'd do anything for you. Yeah, I mean, you want to reciprocate. Yeah, I wish I knew how to get a hold of the people that make the nice Apple reviews, because I'd send them money directly. I would. Three points from six to nine, purely based on my ability to be friendly and talk to people. His ability. His ability. And um, this concept of rating people one to ten, uh, a lot of the seduction world are obsessed by it. You know, this girl's a seven, this girl's eight. And... The, the 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 method for it. What is, is the seduction world? I don't That's probably know. where mystery lives. Yes. In the seduction world. <laughs> which according to him is Austin, Texas, where pussy rains from the sky. That's right. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> that guy. Rate your own progress. It's so it's to be like, I normally only date sevens, but I really want to get a nine. Like that's how they use it. And I think it's terrible. Um I moved away from that method as soon as I as soon as I acknowledged how bad it was. However, because you were rated at 6.3, that's why you moved away from that rating (laughs) system. If you were really rated a nine on your own merits, just like everybody else supposed to do, then I can guarantee you, you would have loved that system. (laughs) Looking back, there is a good purpose for it, but not in the way that it's currently set. I don't think you should ever have a scale of one to 10 to view other people. I don't think you should ever have a camera no. pointed at the side of your head. Yeah, what is no. going on there? <laughs> I don't why, are, know. why are we looking at the side of you? And then there's some kind of weird, like, is that a kitchen over in the back? I don't, I don't know. Where he's at. Yeah, he's got the light switches in the back. Then there's a wire hanging down behind his head. Yeah, it's just. I know. <laughs> it's a weird it's like he's, setup. It's like he walked into a Holiday Inn and was like, can I borrow your room for a few minutes? <laughs> yeah. But I don't think it hurts you to view yourself on a scale of 1 to 10. I think my own scale of 1 to 10, when I went from the 6 to the 9, really taught me something enlightening about myself. And while I wouldn't want to go up to somebody else and inflict a score on them, I really did like having You're a score. Five. Yeah. five. Five. By the way. Three. Walking down the street. Yeah. <laughs> five. What if we just, what if we went to, this would you, write this down. Write this down. Okay. We're going to have somebody do this. Right? Either Gustavo or, we're going to have somebody do this. Somebody is going to go to a major event, like Dragon Con or something like that. Yeah. And we're going to give them those little scorecards, the ones that they show, like the <laughs> gymnastics and stuff like that. Yes. And as people walk by, I just want him to throw numbers and see what yes. people say. 7.2! Myself. Because it gave me a measure to improve. It's horrible to do it to someone else, but the concept of why they did it was to improve. They wanted to see progress. And when you put it on yourself, it can be a great thing to do. So what I've done is I've made a list of 10 qualities that I think are very important to being attractive. <laughs> and these. what I find works really nicely is if you look at these 10 qualities and look at yourself and you are honest about how expert you are about each of these, it will rate you on a scale of 1 to 10. If you've got seven of these qualities, then you can say you're a 7 out of 10. And wow. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait to hear what these are. I can't wait to hear what these are, too. However, you're going to have to wait uh-huh. until... Next the next time. episode of the Commercial oh, Rig. Look Sorry, what you guys. did there. I know. But I knew that was a great stopping point. So, next episode, we'll get right back into it. We'll do two more uh, pop culture ask TCB questions and then we'll finish out the Adam the Liar video on how to make yourself a perfect 10. Yeah. He's going to give us the 10 top qualities and we're going to rate ourselves. I'm giving, <laughs> if we're honest with ourselves, yeah. I'm probably in the three range. No. 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 3.7. You're a yeah. 10. Oh, we're both 10. We're both 10. In this studio, <laughs> yeah. we're both 10s. That's right. That's right. <laughs> in this studio, I can be who I want to be. I'm free. Drop the beat! <laughs> uh.
All right, so much fun under the sun here at the commercial break. Season number three is wrapping up. Season number four starts the first full week in February. Not that, you, not that it matters to you. You'll be tuning in. <laughs> like, you know, it's not going not to be any major change. Except for Chrissy's not going to be here anymore, and I'm bringing yeah. in Blue. Yep. It's Blue and Brian. <laughs> and uh, Mia. Batman and Brian. <laughs> and Mia. <laughs> Uh, tcbpodcast.com that's where you go you find out more information about Chrissy and I hit the contact us button to deliver us content ideas questions comments concerns all of it right there at tcbpodcast.com all the audio all the video it's all right there you can go to at the commercial break on Instagram if you're so kind you can follow us and we would love it if you would text us at 855 TCB 8383 855 TCB 8383 Ask TCB, tell us a story, content ideas, suggest a topic. We'll take in it all. And lots of people do, by the way. It's how we get a lot of ideas on the show. Or it's how do we get a lot of people tee it up for us and then we nice. Then we improv it. That's why the show is so very good. Because yes. we have no preparation whatsoever. <laughs> Coming to season number four, preparation. preparation. <laughs> H. <laughs> this episode sponsored by Preparation H. Hey, I can sit for an hour again. <laughs> So, toll-free from anywhere in the world, 855-TCB-83883, and youtube.com slash the commercial break. Full episodes a couple days after they air on the audio version, and starting the first week in February, the exact same time the audio version comes out, so you'll be able to watch it on video or listen to it on audio on the same day. Technology, man. It's amazing. I know, it really Guess is. that's all I can do today, Chrissy. I think so. I love you. I love you. Best to you. And best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I always say we do say we must say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.